feel like the Josh AI would just basically just laugh at everything. Hmm. Yeah. And then and and try to do zoom or something. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, and succeed. <laughs> and that's how we would know it was the Josh AI. Yeah. Yeah. Because right. I the real Josh would not succeed. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, let's go. Today's episode of Content Academy is brought to you by Asgard VPN, the only VPN capable of changing the location of your IP address to all nine realms. Guys, I use Asgard VPN so much. I mean, I can watch all the best shows streaming in uh, Jodenheim, uh, Am- Amazon, uh, Amazon Muspelheim often has a better selection of products like Nintendo Switch accessories. Um... I keep getting that error message. It's like this content is restricted in your realm. Yeah, exactly. Well, so with it's... Asgard VPN, you don't get that. Okay. Uh, okay cool. And like YouTube videos removed in Midgard, uh, that this fixes that too. Because okay. uh, sometimes it's like a music copyright issue. So. Um, right. Asgard VPN also allows me to watch content from all of my favorite Frost Giant influencers. Um, with Asgard nice. VPN. You can securely access private information with an encrypted internet connection, even on pu- public Wi-Fi. This is because all of your internet traffic flows through the Vormir River, which is where the goddess Gajalp tried to drown Thor. So that is the um, Asgard VPN. I've been using it a lot lately. Um, so guys, what is your experience, if any, with Asgard VPN? Well, first off, I just kind of want to say that uh, disguising your IP address through a VPN is a very, it's a very low key, low key yeah, it's a very low key kind of thing. Um, yeah, so you can kind of see where they got it from. Yeah. Uh, so that's, I mean, guys, check out as it's high key, low key. It's high key, yeah, exactly. <laughs> check out Asgard VPN, proud sponsor of the show. Um, so that's that. Uh, well, it's Tuesday again. That means it's time to get the content crew together for another 45 minutes of edu- ed- education, entertainment, um, discussion about mythology. Uh, we're probably three or four episodes deep on talking about different mythologies. This week, uh, Josh will be talking to us about Japanese mythology. So, calling in from his house is Josh. Yo, yo, yo. And, and I just want to say, head off the weeb. Uh, don't call me a weeb. Yeah, okay. Yeah, exactly. We're going to try and avoid that. Um, and calling in from her house is Georgia. Uh, so, if you've been keeping up with uh, the, past ep- the last episode two weeks ago, um, since then, Josh and I... Actually, we didn't record last week because we were kind of settling back into our normal kind of recording locations. We got off the yeah. uh, the evergreen. Of course, the ship got unstuck. Post so the yeah the ship got unstuck. So we kind of lost interest in it. So we went back to our normal kind of office locations. Well, we also took our traditional full week break for Easter. That's true. There's also that aspect of it. Um, and we do like to take that full seven days, uh, for Easter. Yeah. So, um, it, well, it takes me a long time to find all the Easter eggs. It does take a long time to find all the Easter eggs and that's a good 
for like a good chunk of it. Um, so yeah, there's that, but, uh, thank you for joining us, uh, before we kind of get into this mythology discussion, we had a little bit of a, of a slow news week, but there's still a few things we can talk about. What do you say we get into some headlines? Let's crack them open, Alex. Unless you want to get into some Georgia's thoughts. That was a fast news week for me. Oh yeah? What are your thoughts? <laughs> Oh, I just have some... Hold on. Is this going to be, like, royal family (laughs) stuff? No. Okay. I told you before, we fought a whole war so that we did not have to deal with these Uh, people. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So Seinfeld. Yeah. I mean, did you learn nothing from watching Hamilton? Uh We fought the war. We did not have to deal. This is like Georgia (laughs) stand-up. No. More of Georgia stand-up. My thoughts, speaking of Hamilton, uh... Lin-Manuel Miranda, cute or not cute? Jury's still nah. out. We don't know yet. Panels are being done. Discussions are being done. We've so gotten on the Hamilton subject. You know, verdict there is goes. still the hung jury. The hung jury. Okay. So either way. Uh, when I was a child, uh, you know that part in Toy Story when Buzz and Woody get in a fight and Woody is like, yeah, well, good riddance, you loony. Mm-hmm. You remember that part? Yep. Yes, okay, clearly. I was in my 20s when I finally figured out one day that he's saying good riddance, you loony, and not good riddance, shalooney. Oh. It was just an insult. Okay, yeah, okay. I was today Until... years old. <laughs> <laughs> right? I was like, and I wasn't even watching Toy Story. I was doing something completely unrelated. Yeah. I was like, oh, he's saying you loony yeah. and not Looney. Yeah. I thought it was like but, a Tom Hanksism. Could be. I mean, it could be. It could be. It's probably just how he says it. Um, yeah. I also think that the Joker is the Hamlet of villains. Hmm. <laughs> think about it. Okay. Let that, put that in your skillet. Let it simmer. Yeah. Um, that's all I got. Fast, fast thought week for me. Okay. Wow. I like that. I'm just, uh, my head is reeling from all these fast <laughs> thoughts. Yeah, no. I like that coming at you thank you for uh uh limiting yourself to only two minutes of hamlet yeah thoughts i know you have more i have more you can can feel it (laughs) georgia remember i I was telling we were talking about the the battles for the new paper mario and i was trying to explain it Mm -hmm. it's exactly Mm -hmm. like the rotating stage on hamilton in fact i think that's where they got it from (laughs) because in the old game it used to be on like a stage Yep. Okay. No, that makes perfect sense. Yep. Now. Exactly. Okay. Or, or did Hamilton uh, get his ideas from Paper Mario? I mean, they are both on a stage. That's true. I mean, one. Huh. How long has Paper Mario been in production? It's kind of like a chicken Hamilton egg. Was in production, like <coughs> a long time ago. Yeah, that's true. I don't know, dude. But All right. no, that makes much better yeah. sense. Anyway, okay. Let's keep moving on here. Uh, let's see what we have. CDC data shows that one in five Americans are fully vaccinated, and also that sea salt and vinegar chips are actually good. So we actually wait, finally so have so confirmation. One, one point five. Wait, one out of one five. One in five. So one in five Americans are fully vaccinated, and also. And. No, the one, one in five. five think that salt and vinegar chips are good. No, no. So is it this like? So this is what this correlation does not mean causation. Not exactly. Okay, so this is what this... Maybe I'll rephrase it a little bit. This is what the CDC data shows. 
A. One in five Americans are fully vaccinated. Okay, got it. Completely separate data point. B. Sea salt and vinegar chips are actually good. So and they finally have the confirmation. Yeah, yeah. So, but that's from the Centers for Disease that, Control. Ever since I gotten my first dose, I've just been craving salt and vinegar chips. Mm. Does that have? Is that anything? Could be. Could be. <laughs> I heard after you get the the J and J shot, like all you want to do is buy baby powder and lotion. Mm, yeah, I see. <laughs> well, I don't and know. I've heard. I don't I heard know. that the, the the Pfizer vaccine, which is the one I got, is like fifty percent vinegar. Mmm. And fifty percent salt? Sea salt? I don't know. I don't know what the other it could be. Hmm. You can plug in still the works. Uh, I mean, it, it still works. works. Somehow it still works. They it just still kind works. Of stumbled across they just figured, that. They just sorry, figured I'm plugging it out. The Moderna yeah, vaccine is like, you know, the RNA and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And the and Pfizer the, one is just salt and vinegar and it still uh, works. <laughs> The Sputnik one, they just put like a little radioactive spider in the thing, mm. and they just put it on your arm, and yeah, you know, at least you're Spider Man. And yeah. as far as we know, he can't get COVID, so yeah, they're just kind of rolling with that. I want that one. Yeah. You do. Um, let me see here. One second. Mm -hmm. You think? You think the next shot should I get in my other arm? <laughs> I Wait, think you can do that. I mean, yeah, I think so. Do they always? Well, yeah, you can get it in any arm you want I, to. See, I thought that you had to get two shots in each arm. <laughs> mm, so each I arm's see. vaccinated. Yeah. Yeah. Each side. Well, because like right, you touch cause... things with, you touch thing. You're supposed to touch things only with the vaccinated arm, right? That too. Yeah. 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 You do the elbow to elbow with the yeah. unvaccinated, and yeah. actually handshake with the yeah. vaccinated. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Let's see here. Um. Hasbro, you guys hear about this? Hasbro has released a new Optimus Prime Transformer toy that can actually transform. Uh, no updates on the location of the AllSpark. <laughs> uh, okay, let's see here. That more, sounds prime. <laughs> more colleges say that they'll require students to have COVID vaccines in the fall. They're also saying that they require a notebook and a number two pencil. Hmm. Come on. And if you don't show up to class <laughs> with a notebook and a pencil, what are you doing? Honestly. What are you even doing? I mean, if it's anything like when I was in college, everyone will just have a MacBook. Yeah. yeah. I could see that. Uh, okay. Uh, prolific composer Hans Zimmer has composed a ringtone for the new Oppo Find X3 Pro phone. When he reached for comment, he said, he said that it has always been a dream of his. To compose a ringtone for the phone with the dumbest name. <laughs> That's pretty classic Zimmer. Yeah, I could see mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. uh, kind of another smartphone news. According to the rumor mill, the latest iPhone iteration may skip the number 13 because in some cultures it is seen as unlucky. I might skip breakfast because I'm still thinking about the shrimp cereal thing. <laughs> so, I'm sure you guys heard about that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Uh, let's see here. I you mean, guys I, may... I always, I've constantly finding little bundles of string and rat droppings in my cereal. I just thought that was one of the drawbacks of having cereal. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> kind of like pros and cons. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you guys it may does find taste good. Yeah. You guys might find this interesting. Uh, the original Super Mario's, so, excuse me, 
just going to start over. The, the original Super Mario Bros. game on the NES has a new world record. You can now get bored with this game in just 12 seconds. <laughs> I mean, the game is, came out in 85, so it's not going to... I mean, it doesn't hold a candle, but... Anyway. I mean, unpopular opinion. I'm just going to say it. Old games kind of suck. Yeah, old games suck. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. See, I actually think that old games are cool and good. I think you're wrong. The older they get, the more they suck. That's an opinion you can have. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. You guys may find this interesting. Uh, Taylor Swift recently announced that she is re-recording her first six albums, noting that I'm really excited to revisit my old music by re-recording my first six albums. Also, if I stop making new music, I die. She's like a shark. You know, they She's like a shark. Yeah. Die. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Kind of one last uh, news topic to talk about here. Officials say that Chinese COVID vaccines have low rates of effectiveness. This is actually due to a translation error because the Chinese word for vaccine is drinking ginger. Okay. <laughs> that was <laughs> dumb. I meant to delete. That was like a placeholder one. I meant to replace it with something else. So, so, so from here on out, we can assume that any new headline you have where it's something to do with ginger ale and going to lie down, mm-hmm. you were eventually going to replace that with something top tier. Pretty much, just, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. You never got to it. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. So that's kind of the news for this week. Uh, so now we'll hand it over to Josh. Yeah, so we are going to be talking about Japanese mythology, and kind of before we jump into this, I just wanted to say up front that, you know, kind of all the mythologies we've covered so far are basically white or Western cultures, but we're going to start getting into ones that are not white or Western cultures, Uh and so there's going to be some limitations there, obviously, we're white, um... But it's important, I think, to remember that these are all made-up stories, ultimately. Yeah. Um, we don't want to uh, discriminate against any other cultures, but I think we're at a point where we can kind of look at these through a lens of them being stories for the most part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I wanted to say, in the spirit of fairness, I think we should do, at some point, an episode on Christian mythology as well. About that, too, okay. actually. And I yeah. just, like... It's not as, I don't know, monotheistic uh, religions are just not as fun to go through, I guess. That's a good well, point. I think there's, there is some crazy shit in Christian mm-hmm. mythology. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. also, I think there's also some overlap with polytheism when how, um, you know, the Romans kind of converted to Christianity mm-hmm. and Catholicism was created, basically. Yeah. Catholics do be crazy with old saints. Exactly. So, so that, there's stuff to explore there, I think. Well, there's like, uh, there's Catholic mysticism. Is, yeah. Am I saying that right? Is it Catholic mysticism? That's what it's called. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not Catholic. Yeah. But there, I mean, there's that, that, and then there's all the Old Testament stuff, which is crazy. There's like how there's like the question of whether Jesus existed or not was a real person there's, there's ancient the, aliens ancient aliens uh there's uh-huh. like 
the Gnostic Gospels we could talk about. There's a mm-hmm. whole lot of stuff. There's all those, like, angels that's, like, it's two wheels with eyes on yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, this angel yeah. is just eyes. <laughs> it's eyes all the way down. It's just eyes. <laughs> yeah, and it's uh, horrifying. <laughs> it's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, so, we'll, we'll revisit that. I think I'm going to put that on the list. Okay. But all that being said, uh, let's talk about Japanese mythology. And when talking about Japanese mythology, we are essentially talking about Shinto, which is the polytheistic religion originating in Japan. It involves the worship of the kami, which are supernatural entities. And uh, so they're they're entities. They're not. They're it's they're like more than gods, kind of. It's kind of like a. It's like too broad of a definition to just call them gods. Okay. Um, okay. And it is polytheistic, so it is entities all the way down. Everything is an entity. Hmm. Um, so kami. You're an in- entity. You're an entity. Yes. You're yeah. an entity. The kami include guardians of the land, spirits of ancestors, and ancient heroes, and it also includes natural phenomena and hmm. objects. And it also includes gods more similar to, like, the Greek or Roman concept of deities. So it's cool. kind of a grab bag of a lot of different types of things. Hmm. Um, Shinto okay. incorporates the folk traditions of people from all over Japan, and many of these myths are so broad and multifaceted or have so many variants that it is really impossible to fully editorialize them or n- narrow them down into kind of... Uh, smaller concepts so it was really Uh hard to write this i'll just be honest for a lot of reasons but mostly because everything has like six different versions of it Mm, i I think that's a recurring theme we're running into like in um uh, cosmologies and mythologies that are ancient or span a large area um, of sometimes disparate groups of people Mm -hmm. you do not get a linear um like here's the pantheon that's it yeah I, well, it? yeah. I would even go so far as to say that you you never get a fully uh, authoritative story. account. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 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 No, yeah. I agree. So, but there are some there are some sources we can draw from, similar to Hesiod's Theogony, the Greek uh, myths that we talked about. Mm-hmm. In in Japanese mythology, you have the Kojiki which is the records of ancient matters. And this is an early Japanese chronicle of legends and oral traditions about the origin of Japan, the kami, and it also incorporates the imperial family of Japan, which still exists, by the way. Japan has an emperor, Emperor Naruhito, and he sits on what is called the Chrysanthemum Throne, which I thought was cool. Pretty dope. The imperial house, it's, I mean, it's, the imperial family of japan has gone through different periods of being more autocratic and more ceremonial which is also kind of interesting at different points in history yeah um the imperial house of japan is the oldest continuing monarchical house in the world and the last country to have an emperor oh wow Hmm. why are you paying attention to this royal family you guys (laughs) so do they have also i looked up the chrysanthemum throne it kind of looks like a big velvet chair. You may or may not have seen it on Antiques Roadshow. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. So does Japan have an it's emperor and a president? Yes. 
I see. The current, yeah, the current like prime how, minister is. Yeah, the UK Uga. has a prime minister and the royal family, so uh, I imagine yeah. something like that, right? The current prime minister was just elected in 2020. It's Suga. The former one was Abe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and I looked at some photos of the imperial family. Very cute. Uh, okay. in the be- so we're just going to go into <laughs> the actual mythology now. Uh, in the beginning of heaven and earth, three gods appeared, known collectively as the Kotu Amatsu Kami. And uh, just a note on kind of Japanese pronunciation. Uh, all of Japanese pronunciation is you just sound out each letter, basically. So it was actually kind of easy to pronounce some of these. Some of these were a little harder, but... Okay. Um, after, after the Koto Matsukami, there were seven more generations of kami, the last of which was Izanagi and Izanami. Izanagi and Izanami were tasked by the Koto Matsukami with creating the world. So Izanagi hmm. is uh, a male deity. He is given an ornate spear, and he uses it to churn the ocean, forming the island of Onogoro, which is an actual island. Um, oh. Izanagi falls in love with Izanami, and the two fall in love and decide to perform a marriage ritual. But, uh-oh, Izanami speaks first, which is improper, so their first two children were born deformed. Yikes. Guys. I would like to. I just would like to say, giving the giving them the task of hey, it's your job to create the world. I feel like that's how when Trump said to his son-in-law Kushner, "Go fix the Middle East." <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just have his to do list. I don't want to do this shit. You I don't want to do that. How? It's also that's I gotta why? say, how? it's a great neat cute. <laughs> I fucking love that term. You two, you two gotta create the world, okay? And don't go falling in love while you do it. Don't go falling in love? Yeah. Love that. Well, Both anyway. terraforming and then, yeah. Yeah. They, you know, you're, you're churning the ocean with a spear. You're gonna fall in love. It happens. Um, but, you know, Izanami had to screw things up and bear two deformed children, and they put them in a boat and cast them off to sea, as one does. So they decide they decide to try the marriage ceremony again, and this time Izanagi speaks first, and then from that that union works. That time it works, and they actually give birth to the islands of Japan and a bunch of other deities. Now, did the deformed hmm. children come back like in a later season? So interesting, that... <laughs> interesting <laughs> that you mentioned that one of their one of their deformed children was called the Leech Child. He was born with no limbs or bones. So he kind of slunk into the sea, and then he actually came mm-hmm. back ashore later on and became the god of luck and fishermen. Hmm. Okay. Uh, you know, turned out all right, I guess. At least that, yeah. You know, kind of a Cinderella story. <laughs> hey, he, you know, he took a really bad situation and, uh, you know, ran with it, grew with it, turned it around. Yeah. So good I on should, you. I should note, though. Leech so that, child. Leech child. That is another example of like how how many different variants there are of these stories because people aren't sure historians aren't sure whether the deformed child aspect and the god of fishermen aspect mm-hmm. are just two stories that were kind of cobbled together or two characters that were combined. Mm-hmm. But it kind of it, it fits. So uh, cool. let's see. So another ch- they had another child. 
uh, Kagutsuchi, which is the incarnation of fire. And so basically, Izanami gave birth to fire, which naturally killed her. Uh, and Izanagi was so angry that he cut off Kagutsuchi's head and cut his body into eight pieces, which became volcanoes and other deities. Hmm. So Izanagi went to look for Izanami in Yomi, the land of the dead, where she was. It's it's kind of similar to the underworld of Greek mythology. Yeah. I thought. Okay. Uh, he he found her there and tried to get her to leave, but she had already eaten the food of the underworld and her body was decomposed. Look, it's an all-you-can-eat buffet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They have like all-you-can-eat crab legs. Nah, you know. I just thought it was kind of funny how, like, Izanagi and Izanami are trying to do all this stuff, but for one reason or another, Izanami fucks things up, kind of just through an honest mistake. Or, like, she could have gotten out of the underworld, oh, but she had already eaten the food of the dead, so... Man. Misog uh, and misogyny is just baked in. Just, yeah. yeah. Just oven at 350, bake it in there. I think it's like that with most of these mythologies. Yeah. Eh, most of the time. Um, so anyway, Izanagi was naturally disgusted by his former zombie wife, or zombie former wife, and he left Yomi and sealed the entrance to Yomi with a rock. So... <laughs> not not a boulder, just a rock. <laughs> <laughs> a tiny little rock, yeah. Like a doorstop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a doorstop. Uh, right, so man. Uh, naturally, Izanagi felt a little icky after going to the underworld. I gotta take a shower. Yeah, literally. So he uh, he he went and bathed in a river, which caused more gods to be created. When he washed his left eye, Amaterasu, the sun goddess, appeared. When he washed his right eye, Sukiyomi, the moon god, appeared. And when he washed his nose, Susano appeared. And these are called the three precious children. Wait, hmm. so what? So we got the sun and the moon, and then the nose was what? I see you. Susano. So Susano is a very tricky character because he is very contradictory. He There are some stories about him where he's like a hero and he slays this giant serpent. And there's cool. other stories, as we'll see soon enough here, where he is a total D-bag and just destroys things for no reason. And it's really hard to kind of reconcile all the stories about him. So he's not yeah. really... Some historians, uh, and these were uh, historians in, in, I think, the Edo era, which is kind of a long... You know, it was a long time ago. These were kind of ancient historians. They mm -hmm. theorized that Susano, because he came from Izanagi's nose, which was uh, had breathed in the air of Yomi, it wasn't as fully cleansed as the rest of his body so mm. susano kind of had uh darker aspects to him as well mm. and that would kind of explain how he can be good and bad in different stories i don't he know may he may have been made out of snot he may have been made out of snot yeah that um, just you know explains it right there susano had very uh chaotic uh crackhead energy though for sure <laughs> uh so those are the three precious children they're kind of the Kind of the three main gods, I guess, after Izanagi and Izanami. Uh, <laughs> lots and lots of stories about them. Uh, mm. But I kind of wanted to focus... We don't have, like... We could do a whole series on 
any of these mythologies mm -hmm. and japan is no exception there are so many different stories uh but i just kind of wanted to tell one story about amaterasu which i thought was kind of interesting um so she lived in a cave with her maids who wove her a new cloak every night and the color of which forecasted the next day's weather so bright colors would mean it would be a sunny day darker colors would mean it would be a cloudy or rainy day um her i'm picturing a quilt that kind of looks like uh you know the doppler radar and there's like <laughs> oh yeah you know you yeah, get like funny. like there's like an h with like an arrow like yeah gonna, like some like heat wave coming <laughs> yeah. through this way you know i like they that got, that's probably where they got that is from Amaterasu. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, Amaterasu's chief place of worship is the Grand Shrine of Issei, which is one of Shinto's holiest sites and originally built in 4 BCE. Uh, uh -huh. They don't let tourists inside the inner parts of it. Uh, it looks really cool. I looked up some photos of it. It's, you know, looks like a Japanese shrine where all of the buildings are made of joined wood. No nails were used. Uh, got those really cool gateways and arches i love it when they don't use nails isn't that so neat so how do they so how does it stay together Basically, oh this is really cool looking yeah right it's like uh it's lincoln log like link it's kind of like oh, lincoln log. I see. it's kind of you can kind of see they use similar techniques in log cabins where like they have the logs have teeth that like oh i see interlock what if yeah. it's like a really windy day and they're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's, not, it's never windy. It's probably, yet. yeah, it's like in Japan, maybe it's never windy. No, I think it's more like Lego. I see. Am I right? Yep. Yeah, so, uh, Jimu, the first emperor of Japan, according to legend, was a descendant of Amaterasu. So, supposedly, the imperial family can trace their lineage all the way back to Amaterasu. Cool. And, you know, Japan is known as the land of the rising sun. They have the flag with the rays of sun. Mm -hmm. It all relates to Amaterasu, the sun goddess. And I thought it was cool that, um, and kind of unique, that a female goddess had such a prominent role in, mytho in their mythology. She had kind of a lot of stuff to do. Cool. Prominently in a lot of myths. So... One time, Susanoo visited Amaterasu. Susanoo, sorry, visited Amaterasu, and played a trick on her maids, making a giant horse fall from the sky. Uh, one of the maids was so surprised that she accidentally fell on her own loom and died. Uh, wow. Yeah, and the specific way she died, uh, there's like, there's censored versions of this myth because the actual myth is like really fucked up. But, like, the censored version says that she fell on her spear, but the other version that I read was that she fell on her loom, which is essentially a long wooden rod, mm -hmm. and she fell on her genitals. So... I saw that coming. Yeah. I just... Yeah. I knew. Mm-hmm. Mm. A lot of stuff like that. Um, so, she died, Amaterasu was upset, mm -hmm. and she hid in her cave, causing the world to remain in darkness. Mm -hmm. So... Can't have that. I mean, the crops mm -hmm. were failing. The yokai, which are demons, uh, demonic spirits, they started rampaging everywhere because it's dark out. Okay, I like that shit. So, mm -hmm. um, 
where does like yokai watch factor in you took the right. question right out of my mouth yeah so yokai watch i'm not too familiar with that with those series of games uh-huh. um i know that they are like supposed to be like demon pokemon is that right yeah so i can actually kind of chime in on this as recently okay. Brittany and i binged the entire anime and <laughs> okay. we're also uh trying to collect the games but also over here yeah, so I can kind of chime in and say that um, the studio that made Yokai Watch shut down in America. So um, anything you kind of want to buy, you have to get it, uh, whether it be from eBay or, I don't know, Amazon Japan, something like that. So that's hmm. just kind of like my take. So they only make Japanese. I know they made like a couple American yeah, Yokai yeah. Watch games, right? Yeah, no longer though. They for like the DS, 3DS, and then oh, uh, yeah, I think they were all on the 3DS. 3DS isn't region locked, right? So you can still play the Japanese versions. Yeah, well, it's all it's all in Japanese, so. Right. Yeah. 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 But yeah, you can still play. Okay, so Amaterasu so- is hiding in <laughs> the cave and everything. Thank you for that uh, info, Alex. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, it, a lot of and I, do, I do know that a lot of yokai kind of combine human and animal features. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, so, like, because, so there's actually one where it's a dog with a, uh, it's a human-faced dog. Okay. Um, um so. There's the, co- the kappa, right, which is like a. Turtle. Man turtle. Yeah. So yeah, if if you have any like uh, further later on, if you have any questions related to that, feel free to. <laughs> you can send submit them those on way. our Patreon also, yeah. and then I'll oh, yeah. answer all yeah. of them on exactly. the next episode. Exactly. So submit your Patreon questions. Yep. Mm-hmm. So okay, so Omo Ikane, the god of wisdom, had, came up with this crazy plan uh, to get the other gods to uh, to get Amaterasu to come out of the cave, and when I heard this plan, I was like. Of course that'll work. Um, they brought offerings to the cave and sang a liturgy. Uh, and then one of the goddesses, Ameno Uzume no Mikoto, became divinely possessed and took off all of her clothes, causing the other 800 gods to laugh. Huh. Hmm. I, I mean, obviously that would get Amaterasu to come out of her cave, right? Sure. Right. <laughs> So, all the other cool gods, group. all the other gods laugh, and Amaterasu was curious why they were laughing. Uh, so Ameno Uzume answered that they were hanging out with a new god that was even cooler than her. Mm. <laughs> yes, that is actually what uh, she said. Wow. Um, so when Amaterasu peeked out of the cave to see who it was, see who this new god was, they held up a mirror to her face. And thinking that her reflection was the new god, she left the cave, and the other gods sealed it behind her. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I just want to know the immediate aftermath. <laughs> yeah. Of that. <laughs> well, the aftermath was that Susano was banished uh, for his crimes, uh, and then Amaterasu kind of took that uh, mirror as one of her symbols or objects she's kind of always often portrayed holding a mirror um but yeah kind of an interesting take on or kind of an interesting variant of the narcissist myth 
too. Yeah. Yeah, I was also thinking that the the um okay, love love with his his reflection. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. That's Amaterasu. Um and that's kind of all I put together for Japanese mythology. It was very interesting. Yeah. That's not interesting. Yeah. Cool. That's cool. Also, more about it seems like uh, rocks seem to play a big part in this. This is the second rock he's mentioned. They sealed. I assume that's how you seal a cave with some rocks. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. I mean... So uh, these are dealing with people with gods entities rather. They created the oh, I'm universe. Sorry. Did, I, did I say they they sealed her cave with a rock because they actually sealed it with uh, rope? With rope. Hmm. Okay. So... How? Why? Not rope. Not sure how? Rope. But yeah. Did they? So is it like one of those bead curtains, but ropes? Is it, it woven rope? So more of woven. A... How do they attach it to the side of the cave? No. Yeah. Unclear. I need answers. But what I was going to say is, if it was a rock, we get into this discussion of well, did you know? Can God create a rock that He can't lift? <laughs> yeah. Well, he obviously how, He can. How can well, I mean, how I would just think Amaterasu would be like, okay, it ropes, and <laughs> go back. Yeah. Well, I really like the mirror then. Obviously, he can, because I mean, obviously, he can create a rock that he can't lift, because he can do anything, right? Yeah, but then why couldn't he lift it? Well, because then he can't lift the rock. It's something uh, he can't do. Well, I mean, no, he could. He could create it. Because uh, he can do anything, but he could also lift it because he can do anything. Ah, yes. But, but then it's fact... not a rock he can't lift. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, it's just, you know. Huh. It's one of those okay. So I can, yeah, I can kind of, it kind of goes back and forth. I kind of see that. It's kind of a chicken bacon situation. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you say <laughs> a chicken bacon situation? Yeah, that's what it is, right? A chicken Something bacon like that. situation? Yeah. Yeah. Which came first, the chicken or bacon? We lost Josh. No, no. <laughs> I'm starting to think this is Josh's AI. Yeah. <laughs> He's starting to mess up like yeah. common phrases. Yeah. So there was yeah. Before we rolled, uh, they kind of thought that I was an AI today for some reason. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess you guys will never fully know. Josh has finally cracked on? the code. I don't know. But you know what? If you are an AI, it's okay. You're still our bro. You know? <laughs> it was, it's, yeah. Yeah. We're living in a post-Blade Runner world, so. Yeah. Okay, okay. I You're a person. I haven't had a quick Wow. I might be way off baseline. <laughs> it's yeah. fine. Okay. Well, thanks, Josh, for the, um, the uh, report on the mythology. That was good. Uh, next... We're going to hand it over to Georgia. She's got a puzzle for us. Yeah, I do. So I, yeah, I apologize for that. No, um, right. My neighbors are having construction going on. So really, uh, it's just kind of a losing battle if I were to go out there and be like, hmm. hey, stop that. They'll be like, uh, these people are trying to kill us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... And then it's just kind of like, well, me going, well, no, they're not. And they're like, they will. And I'm like, <laughs> no, they're at somebody else's house. And then they'll be like, we have to warn them. <laughs> and I'll be like, no, they're not going to kill anybody. And they'll be like, that's what you think. 
And then I'm like, no, you know, we can stop barking. And they're like, we have to kill first. And then I'm like, we don't kill in this household. So then they're like, well, yeah. okay, we'll just keep barking then. And I'm like, you know what? Okay. Wow. You know, it just it, as long as, you know, it's fine. Yeah. So, well, they've appeared to have stopped. So hopefully that, that's okay. the end of it. But that's great. Anyway, so I spent a long time on this puzzle and I was trying to come up with something a really complex for you guys and every time I did it it turned into one of those logic puzzles where you have to create a grid and I'm like hey, for that. yeah you know that's gonna I... take a while you know what you know where it's like um you make that grid and then you like have to put a check mark and like okay, it's kind Timmy of almost eggs. like the clue then, board game right Timmy you know yeah it's like yeah. you give a some phrases and you have to kind of fill in the gaps and yeah. that was just getting really really complicated and then I was trying to do a riff on like, okay, all these Japanese gods are obviously in an anime where they all go to god school to be, you know, to learn how <laughs> yeah. to be kami. Um, and then that wasn't really going anywhere. So you know what I found? Uh, Japan also uses the zodiac, which I didn't know. And okay. it's, it's the same as it's the same as the Chinese zodiac. It really is, as far as as far as I can tell. It's uh, Nezumi, the rat, Ushi, the ox. Tora, tiger, usagi, rabbit, tatsu, dragon, hebi, snake, uma, horse, uh, kitsugi, sheep, saru, monkey, tori, rooster, inu, dog, inoshishi is the boar. So it's pretty much all the same. Um, mm -hmm. And then 2021 uh, is the year of the ox, actually. Um, and this is, like I said, it's based on the Chinese zodiac. Um, this was introduced to japan pretty early on like 34th century and in japan it's referred to as uh, junshi or the 12 branches so again it's 12. uh last year was the year of the rat uh nizumi doshi um surprisingly no pizza rat in that year that was a couple years before but last year is the year of the rat 2021 is the year of the ox or ushi doshi mouse rat. rat yes <laughs> 2021 is the year of the ox uh so i i like did some research on this and there's all these like cute little like ox or like cow um merchandise you can get for it it's, it's pretty cute they have fun with it um for today's puzzle each answer will be a word that contains either the word ox or the japanese translation ushi which is u-s-h-i okay i like okay. this for example part of the air we breathe you would say oxygen okay okay simple enough okay yeah, you guys ready cool. yeah yeah put let's timer on the clock all right let's start with this first question while. ready hold on i'm not ready stopwatch <laughs> my calculator will not work at keeping time i have to bring up my stopwatch mm -hmm, yeah so, okay ready go uh number one raw fish uh sushi sushi yep yeah number two there is a myth that you have to count to 100 while doing this to your hair um uh this one uses sushi okay brushing yes oh nice number three used to store needles while sewing uh pincushion yeah. yeah okay number four close but not completely accurate or exact approximation approximate yes. Ooh. Uh -huh. number five you might start doing this if you become embarrassed Blush. Blushing. Yes. Courage or determination? 
Epoxy. Yeah. <laughs> a resin or glue. Epoxy. Yes. Nice. Uh, sparring with an imaginary opponent. Boxing? Well, uh, shadow yeah. boxing? Yeah, shadow boxing. Nice. That'll work. Uh, number nine, the traditional code or belief system of the Japanese samurai. Um, oh, uh, Bushido. Yeah. Nice. Last one, number ten, breaking with convention or tradition. Uh. Breaking with this convention. One, I feel like this should be easy. Ox. Yeah. yeah okay. Unorthodox. Yeah. Cool. Those are fun. Minute I like that. Not nice. bad. I think okay. Well, minute twenty-eight wasn't bad, but I think we can do it faster. So let's try it again. Run it back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just that. kidding. No, just just come up with new questions. Uh, yeah, just real uh, fast. Uh, Ten okay. new ones. Uh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> nice, Didn't have fun. another ten drafted. That's fun. Well, good job, guys. Yeah, that was cool. Thank you. Um, good puzzle. Great. Thanks, Georgia. So before we end the episode, um, I have a little um, just something I kind of want to talk about just really fast. Okay. Um, so we have been talking about different kind of kinds of mythologies. So this episode we talked about Japanese mythology. Um, but this episode, we're also going to talk about my personal um, kind of OC mythology uh, okay. that I had I uh, came up with, and um, I kind of did it's all like the... how your version of how the world was created and stuff. No, I mean it's a fictional universe, but it's like my like I did all the world building and everything, so it's like, okay. um, so this is my pantheon, and we'll get into kind of the world too. Okay. So, um, I'm gonna talk about like the nine, nine or ten main gods in the pantheon. So to start off with, um, there is Ultimus, who is the god of all the gods, uh, and he was actually made from the rib of the great world serpent, which is a giant snake, uh, which is actually one of the snakes that a zookeeper takes to different schools. Um. <laughs> So the home of the gods is called, uh, and this is an elder speak, it is uh, God Homan, uh, which is actually elder speak for home of the gods. And it is actually located in New Hampshire. Um, so Ultimus is actually missing an eye because he traded it for eternal knowledge after striking a deal with uh, Dethymus. So we'll kind of get into him later. Uh, so, so since they're in, just real quick, since they're in yeah, New sure. Hampshire, the gods don't have to pay sales tax on any clothing they Absolutely buy? Absolutely not. That, is, nice. well, that was one of the main reasons. I don't want to get too, too much into Why the world building, it, but right? that was, yeah. <laughs> so um, they had an internal battle, which lasted for several millennia over the fate of the humans. <laughs> but neither one ever won because they are perfectly matched in power. That's Ultimus and Dethymus. Ultimus and Dethymus. So uh, <laughs> when there is... Uh, um, when there's thunder outside, it's because they're still fighting. Oh, um, I always so wondered why. You can kind of, yeah. And also when your stomach yeah. makes like the really loud kind of like digesting noises, that's also mm -hmm. because they're still fighting. So this explains everything. I, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Dethymus is also the god of eternal knowledge, which is why, um, so, they, so they settle the battle by striking a deal for his eye. Um, but also they're still fighting. So... <laughs> Okay. Um, it's kind of one of those unexplained things. Yeah, 
next one is uh, Gurlra, who is the god of beauty. Okay, the next one is um, not much on Gurlra. <laughs> huh? Uh, Miss... He's got a manic pixie dream god kind of character. <laughs> <laughs> He's really only there for the other god. Sure, so yeah. Like sure, lift yeah. him out of his depression. Yeah. Um, so the next one is, is Mischievous, who is the god of kind of tricking people. Uh, he tricked Dethymus into shaking his hand when he had one of the, like, the oh. Joker hand buzzer things. Ooh, I like Classic. this guy. Um, Classic. And he tricked... You never know what he's going to do. Yeah. Okay, he sure. tricked uh, Waterion, who we'll talk about later, into creating alcoholic seltzer drinks. <laughs> um, so he can trick anyone into doing anything. And also, whenever you see the color green, it's mischievous tricking you because it's actually teal. Yeah. So like George's <laughs> jacket right now. Oh, no. um, oh okay. Next one. Yeah. Uh, next one is Flareon, who's the god of fire. Which Wait a in, second. Which now, is, <laughs> that is for sure a yokai. <laughs> next one is Flareon, who's the god of fire, which in my world is actually called Ignis. Um, so he fire lives. Is Ignis? Yeah, in my world, the elements kind of have different names, so fire is called Ignis. Okay. Um, so he lives in an active volcano. Um, and the no, volcano. wait, Flareon is a bionicle. No, no he's part of my OC pantheon. Yeah. No, pretty sure he's a bionicle. Yeah. Uh, so next is uh, Feet Wingus. Uh, um, so he is the he's the messenger god. He has what little is his name? feet. Feet Wingus. Feet Wingus. He feet has <laughs> feet. He has little wings on his feet of, that allow him to fly. As, is he also known as uh, Dordashemis? <laughs> that's, that's pretty good that's different though um so he's also Similar, but unrelated yeah he's also really fast uh and when he shows up somewhere he does kind of like um so uh you know kind of like the wobbling thing that roadrunner does like looney tunes does when oh, like when he you get somewhere uh, really fast like, and kind of goes like boy going yeah yeah um and then he has a so he does that, and then he has a scroll with like a message on it. And when it has a really long message, it rolls out really long and goes like, like rolls all the way out, kind of like the mask tongue. If you've ever seen that. When he's running, are his legs just kind of like that too? Yeah, exactly. They look like circles. Sonic. Yeah, and also so the um so the next one, oh also he has the accent of a New York cab driver too. Um, so next, hey, it's feet wing <laughs> yeah, exactly. So next one is actually Aetherion. So he's the god of winds, which in my world is actually called Aether. Um, okay. He's so he's responsible for all the storms in the world. So uh, all the storms happen when he walks into a room and can't remember what he came in there for. <laughs> so um, he also created humans, just real quick, and he also created Quiznos. <laughs> So, um, yeah. Mm, so the next one doses. is uh, Bezus, who is the god of the tech element. And in my <laughs> so in my world, um, in my world, tech is an element actually. Okay. So there's the traditional kind of four elements, um, and then there's tech, which is the fifth one. Wait, what are the traditional? Four? So the ether, traditional ignis. four: a, ether and ignis, which we've talked about. Um, and then let me see here. Aqueous. 
Aqueous is water. Aqueous is water, which we'll get into a little bit later. Okay. And then ground is Gaia. Oh, right. Okay. And there actually is no... Um, the other gods kind of sort of fill in for the other... For Gaia. Because there's no, like, earth... Earth god. Oh. Do they, like, take turns? They, they do shifts? take turns. Uh, yes. Okay. So, um, ba- still talking about Bezus here. Um, he tried to overthrow... Uh, the kingdom of God Homan by corrupting its magic with tech instead. So he created manufacturing lines and conveyor belts, and he forced the other deities to start pissing in bottles. Um, so Ultimus and Dethymus teamed up to put an end to this, but some changes remained in place, such as Feetwing is using an app to track deliveries. Okay. Um, For convenient, and they kept it. Exactly. That's what I'm getting. Okay. Exactly. Um, let's see here. So next is uh, Waterion, who's the god of water, which in my world is called Aquios. Um, so he created all of the sea creatures. Um, so he is actually to blame for the first fish crawling out of the primordial suit. Um, but also Aetherion still created humans. <laughs> okay. So yeah, next... Those fish that, like, you know, kind of go like on the mud exactly you know yeah fish yeah kind of look weird yeah, so exactly. those are those yeah yeah uh next is febreze which is the god of winds and that one is brought to you by febreze <laughs> so <laughs> we have two second. gods of winds had... yeah okay we have two Got yeah it. there okay. are two because that one is brought to you by febreze <laughs> um so uh the next one i'm going to talk about is uh actually going to talk a little bit more about Dethymus, who's actually the brother of ultimus and also the son of Ultimus. So oh. he was oh, created. Depending on what you read. He was. No, he's just both. So he was created by the world serpent uh, when it threw up a rat that it ate. And it also threw up Dethymus. So. Um, I could have swore Dethymus was a Beyblade. He may be, but <laughs> I had it first. Oh, okay. Okay. So. Um, Is the undead here. rat that the world serpent threw up his. His like mount. That's what he rides on, yeah. And it's a skeleton. Perfect noise. So there's also uh lastly that we're gonna talk about, there's my character in the uh in the <laughs> oh, uh, you're mythology. In it? Yeah. So my OC, which stands for original character, is called Alex. Um, and he's actually the half son of Dethymus. So he actually has all the powers of Dethymus and also the half the other powers of the gods. Son. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so everybody else thinks that thinks that he's a normal guy, but actually, um, he actually has. So, okay. So it's kind of complicated, and I don't want to get into too much of the world building here. But he actually has a sword that was forged by the embers of the volcano next to God Homan, and he undertakes missions from the other gods in order to keep the realm safe from something that is that's actually called the Mistborn which is actually a corrupted creation by the old gods who actually rebelled against the world serpent. Oh, okay. So you can kind of you know, it's to always see... up the ante when there's whenever you mention old gods, yeah. immediately it's the older okay, ones, I gotta, yeah. I got to take back. You're <laughs> yeah. going to be dealing with something, you know, bigger here. Exactly. What is it? It's so ominous. Yeah. The old gods, are uh-huh. they around? Did they God, die? Yeah. Gods are old enough die? already. 
Yeah. So when? there's the current. Yeah, there's the current pantheon, and then there's the old gods. Um, so there's that aspect of it, which kind of makes it cooler. So that's my kind of mythology. Still fleshing a few things out here and there, but that's kind of the basics. Um, so yeah, I just kind of wanted to. I mean, I didn't want to uh, kind of upstage the Japanese mythology. I wanted to have respect for that. But also, um, I felt since we were talking about this stuff, I needed th to share that. So, Yeah, and it really kind of brings to light the limitations of all these ancient mythologies, doesn't uh -huh. it? Kind of. They're, they're just not as cool as like, the well, stuff yeah. we see today. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, so there's kind of that aspect of it. They're also, all the old ones are kind of problematic, mm -hmm. and I think your mythology is a little bit more... Uh, more pc yeah so most of the old ones they just have one like female goddess who uh, just has all of the rough. well see i like i said i'm kind of still fleshing out things here and there uh -huh, uh -huh. yeah i think <laughs> so... you need to work on how woke this mythology is it's a bit underrepresented yeah right and now. also all the artwork of all the gods they're all white <laughs> okay so See, in the reboot, they're going to have to, like, recast that yeah. and, you know, make it a little bit more, Yeah, exactly. you know. I, real quick, out. I just want to say, uh, what was the what was the trickster god? Mischievous. Mischievous? I'm thinking Jared Leto for him. <laughs> Ooh. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. you see it? I can mm -hmm. see it, honestly. Mm -hmm. Well, when I was kind mm -hmm. of creating it, I kind of cast him. You know when you read okay. a book, you kind of cast the characters? Mm -hmm. Right. He was kind of my go-to one. Um, so, yeah. So, that's kind of uh, it for this week, unless you guys have anything else you want to add. Um, well, I thought since we took a week off, we were going to do a double-length episode. Oh. Drop. Yeah. <laughs> Here we uh, go. You guys ready for so Egypt? I have, I have all other episodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, before we sign off, Georgia, do you want to give us a little hint as to what next week's mythology will be like? Boy, do I. I think so, you kind of let it slip a little one bit. One time when she actually can tell us what. <laughs> I could tell you every time. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, she honestly can. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Uh,. Okay, well, I hope you brush up on your Assassin's Creed Origins because <laughs> that's coming handy okay. next week. So, so I can say it's Egypt. It's Egypt. Sweet. Okay. Cool. That'll yeah, be fun. It's Egypt. So, yeah. You know, watch some documentaries. Yeah. Brush up on, I don't know, mummies. Okay. How to do that stuff. But yeah. uh, this is strap in it's gonna be a long episode mm -hmm. i'm still kind of trying to trim it up a bit but there's just so much to talk about guys yeah it's, okay it's gonna be cool it's gonna Sweet. be cool all right sounds good well thanks for tuning in this week and we will see you next week bye-bye mm.